How's it going, my fellow humanoids? This is Cyril Calendar here, and this podcast was created at first to make my posts on my website more accessible. You know, since not very many people want to sit there and read a 3-10 to page article. This gives them the ability to listen to them while they work out, you know, drive to and from work, or to simply educate themselves on information that they deem relative. You will find everything pertaining to the health and wellness field, and if I don't have it listed, please reach out and let me know what interests you. I hope you find my writing to be easy to follow, and I apologize for the large words ahead of time, because, well, even I can't stand them sometimes. All feedback is welcome, and I hope you enjoy. Have an excellent day, or night, or I guess whatever time you are listening. With nearly every new venture that anyone begins, the thought of funding needs to be brought into consideration, obviously. Like funding can come from like angel investors, nonprofits, and even governmental agencies. But it all comes down to who can benefit and what can benefit from this proprietary venture and whether the elevator pitch catches their attention quick enough or accepted through a very, very extensive application process with these governmental agencies. When accepted, all the nitty-gritty details must come to the surface. How much funding does the program need? You know, what is the main objective? And how long will it take to meet? These are a few of the questions that will need to be answered to the potential program funders. We must incorporate all the information into one solid program directive to get accepted for the funding. The targeted population here in Casper, Wyoming, will be the adolescent-aged individuals, both male and female. This is to promote their health with physical activity habits that they can take with them long into their future. Grants for community health promotion is a large contributor to all different kinds of health within certain communities. There is funding for nearly anything that you can possibly think of. You can receive funding in a large lump sum or a specific amount each year for a set number of years. The grant that I found that will go along with my health promotion program is the Health Promotion and Disease Prevention Research Centers 2022 Special Interest Project Competitive Supplements, otherwise known as SIPS, S-I-P-S. This grant uses special interests to promote health within a community in different sectors, such as things like health disparities, health promotion, access to care, and so much more. There are four domains that are offered in this grant. However, this program will be directed towards domain two, which is environmental approaches that promote health and support or reinforce health Healthful Behaviors. This is a governmental grant that is offered by the Center for Disease Control, which I know we all don't quite understand the CDC that much, but it also goes along with the National Institute of Health. But again, who actually knows what they're doing? The purpose of the funding is focused around the four domains, which are as follows. Domain one is the epidemiology and surveillance. Domain two is our environment environmental approaches that promote health and support and reinforce healthful behaviors domain three healthcare systems interventions and finally domain four community programs linked to clinical services the type of activities that are supported in the grant are physical activity to reduce health disparities or chronic illnesses securing good environmental factors for adolescents or young adults aya is, that's what it's also known as. 
So a disability and health data collaborative using data to promote the health and wellness of people with it, with disabilities. Disabilities can include anything that is a physical disability or even mental health problem. These go right along with the current objectives for this program since the desire to expand the amount of fitness centers and other activity locations for adolescents, which is the served population, obviously. The eligibility requirements of this grant are at or aren't as extensive as other grant applications. However, there are still the underlying factors that must be considered. Nonprofits, public and state controlled institutions of higher education, private institutions of higher education, along with some additional eligibility requirements that need to be met and accepted. Hispanic serving institutes, historically black colleges and universities, tribally controlled colleges and universities, and finally Alaska Native and Native Hawaiian serving institutions are other eligibility requirements. Foreign organizations, organizations, geez, I can't talk today, are not eligible for this grant. I think if we were to become a nonprofit, then we would be considered in the application process. The overall amount of funding for this grant is $8,280,000, which can be divided up between up to 14 different awards. There isn't necessarily a ceiling or a floor amount for the funding. It would be split between who was awarded, but the maximum amount that can be awarded in a 12-month period is $1,990,000. This transfer of funds can be direct or indirect to the organization, and the span can be two years, where other, another acceptance may be required for further funding. With the time frame of our program, we would potentially need to apply for the second year. However, with our SMART goals, most of our objectives would be close to being met within the first year. As stated in the previous sections, our program's emissions aligns with the health promotion grant and the application of our objectives within our community. Finding our way to obtaining buildings for more fitness centers can be easy with the amount of large commercial shops that are around here in Casper. Converting them into a fitness center would be fairly easy. Leasing the buildings will give us the ability to pay over a longer span of time. And with other extracurricular activities, volunteer work would be obtained through other local corporations and organizations. Special interest projects and competitive supplements, again, that's the SIPs, can be placed into a broad category within our community. With hiking trails, kayaking, swimming in lakes or rivers, and cycling around the city are all supplements of health that can be done in a small amount of funds. The relevance of adolescents and young adults pertaining to this grant and program is also aligned. According to Walsh, a health promotion program budget must be must put employment factors, building fees, equipment utilities, and other investments into consideration on top of the larger expenditures. Nobody really budgets in the small expenditures that happen throughout the entirety of the program. However, our program will keep those in mind and shoot for volunteer work over employment. Of course, the main, the main people of the nonprofit will be on some sort of salary, but it will be a smaller amount. Making payroll lower at the beginning can really save up money for the larger expenditures like fitness center buildings and trails being built. Once the larger factors are established, then payroll may begin to rise. According to Walsh, budget lines should be determined and set forth for at least six months worth of operations. 
so that funds will always be available. I know it gets kind of dicey with the whole like nonprofit type thing, but in order for people to have the motivation to, you know, kind of put everything together for this health promotion program, they got to have some sort of incentive, whether that is a salary, like a salary based wage, or it's a, you know, they get a, a share within the company or whatever. It's just, I want to try to keep this as nonprofit as possible so that all the, like at least, 80% to 90% of the money can go straight into the health promotion program. A budget line of ours would be the coordination of fitness centers with at least two more facilities. Typical pricing would be per square footage of the commercial property that is being leased. On the website cityfeet.com, there is a 2,300 square foot commercial property that is being leased for $11 per square foot a year. Adding up, that would be a total of $25,300 a year and monthly payments being around $2,100 per month, $2,108 to be exact. Finding another one along those lines, give or take even $10,000, then our month expenditure would be minimal. The biggest expenditure would be providing all the equipment for the facilities. According to Gym Pros, you can purchase nearly every piece of workout equipment at wholesale pricing with more with more product bought, the more you are discounted and can be paid in installments. Finding an accurate number without actually having a full layout of the facility would be difficult. Furthermore, giving our program a four, $450,000 budget per year for equipment between both facilities would suffice. When it comes to building trails, we wouldn't necessarily need to use concrete or asphalt for all of them. Most of them can be ran through with a skid steer in order to level off the ground or clear any debris out of the way. The trails in town to use for cycling, running, or simply walking would be in consideration. However, that wouldn't be until further on. The most important line item in our budget would be getting the facilities up and running with construction costs for internal walls and screwing the machines down to the concrete. When it comes to payroll, I believe 50000 a year per board member would be affordable at the beginning. That would put us at four board members at $200,000 a year for payroll purposes. Advertisement would be fairly minimal with the non-traditional means of social media. We can also conduct a 5K, a 10K, or even a half marathon events to bring people to us. And of course, more funding. Managerial positions would open upon the grand opening of these facilities as well giving us another budget line increase of about $80,000. Utilities expenses should be anywhere from $5,000 to $10,000 per year, respectively. Additional advertisement and merchandise would be around $2,000. So with the current plot, it would be approximately $767,000 within the first year of operations. If we were guaranteed the grant for $1,990,000 in the first 12 months, then we will have a lot left over funds to, to disperse in other means, such as gym membership scholarships to individuals that cannot afford the fees. Building an obstacle course racing event would be in the works as well. However, it is not a priority. This program to date has the official means of promoting health within our community of Casper for a few different reasons. The probability of funding in, is in the process of being applied. Available volunteers are already in place that would help us coordinate events like 5Ks and 10Ks to help raise awareness of the program. 
Also, the MIR program here in town would be willing to work with us and promote physical activity in the schools and juvenile detention centers, youth crisis shelters, and WBI. The Big Brothers and Sisters Foundation would also work along with us promoting health in our adolescent or young, young adult age students. Finding the location of the facilities was quite easy with the number of commercial buildings that are being leased. And finally, our board members are willing to take the next step into implementing this program as soon as funding has been secured. Staffing would be formerly volunteer work at the beginning. However, finding the right candidates for our group members that help brainstorm ideas would give us a good stepping stone. We would begin with just the president or chair, the vice president or chair, operations coordinator, and treasurer. These four would be full-time responsibilities, while the others would be part-time. As the program ages, we can bring more people on to coordinate separate branches of operations. Since the gym will be locked 24-7, the only way to enter is with a key card. These key cards will log who was at the gym at a certain time and how long they were there. This will assist us in knowing who was there when damages occurred. Having a cleaning staff for both facilities would need to be included as another part-time job. Nobody would need to be, be there through the night. Managers would just need to be there to ensure cleanliness of locations and that employees are doing what they need to be doing. Also to relay accounting to our board member board treasurer so that monthly income and expenditures can be tracked. That's the one thing that I want, like I like about these 24 hour fitness centers that you don't necessarily need a lot of people in there to, you know, run things or assign people in everybody when they get the account, they'll get their own little key card and you just swipe it before you enter. And that will actually kind of show how long like what time you got there how long you were there and if any damages happened in between that time then we can you know ask the people that were signed in at that time we can also make it to where like everybody can get like a spreadsheet of how many hours they worked that week or that month or that that quarter which whichever one that they want to do just so that everybody can kind of track their own goals and their own fitness ideas you know so, I mean, like in conclusion, there's a lot that goes into this program. And though I have made it out to be easy, I know that people within the community would work together. The good thing about small towns like Casper, with only 60,000 people, we have a great sense of community. Volunteer work would be easy to find, and people would be more than willing to provide their time and resources if they know it can help the community. Any health promotion program that gets advertised well enough and reaches the right people can flourish in its first year. This is our goal with the SIPS funding offer and our local members of society. I believe bringing this information into the school district, then their physical activity classes may be increased. Instead of making physical education classes easier to fit the needs of different individuals, maybe have it broken down into two separate classes. I have noticed in my personal training career that having a calm yet firm voice has shown to work well with individuals that aren't too interested in exercise. All great things must start somewhere, and we can be begin passing it off to our younger generation. Thank you for listening, guys, and have a good one. Do you love caffeine, but don't like all the added sugars, dyes, calories, and carbohydrates? Then you will love Ray's Energy. I have been working with them since 2019, and their energy drinks are the only thing I drink. You can find a full selection of their energy drinks at www 
www.repsports.com, where you can also find all kinds of supplemental products such as pre-workout, protein powder, bars, and even protein popcorn, along with all kinds of merch that fits any body style. Go to repsports.com and enter the promo code RAISEYOURREPS to save 15% off your entire order. Spell R-A-Z-E-Y-O-U-R-R-E-P-P-S. Go ahead, get caffeinated, my friends.